Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facing. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by NutriShop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need to pick me up? You need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing and anything you need printed. That's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Well, welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is episode 108, and we are uh, joined today with uh, Ellie um, Knobloch, and uh, she is someone that um, I've social media stalked um, and just kind of watched a little bit of her journey and the things that she shares, and it's it's been an amazing thing to, to just, uh, I don't know, be an observer of um, and be inspired by. And so we have been um, talking about getting on the podcast for 2.5 years. Um, that's not exactly true, um, <laughs> but I'll message her and then forget about it and then come back. As any of you know that have been on the podcast, uh, sometimes I get distracted and so uh, with, with actual work things. And then all of a sudden I reappear and I'm like, let's do a podcast. <laughs> so she was nice enough to uh, join me today um, on here. So welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah. for having me after two and a half years. It's good to see you. <laughs> that would be, I think that was the time I took over the podcast. It was probably about that time ago. It was so long. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's good to see you as a live human um, and not just on, on, on the interwebs, which I guess we're yeah. still on the interwebs right now. But Yeah, this is kind of like the norm right now. This is like how people are visiting and stuff. So Yeah, it's crazy. And and truth be known, like I don't have a lot of meetings on here. So like work doesn't occupy a lot of Zoom for me right now. But like I kind of enjoy it because it's it's been a social thing for me, not a um like a work thing as much. Which yeah, I think this is most my first people... time on Zoom, actually. Oh man. <laughs> I feel like everybody else is the opposite way. So we're gonna enjoy our time together and yeah, everybody sure. else can go and go back and be like, I hate Zoom. So well, uh so Tell us about your uh, fitness journey, like how, how, or your life, or, you know, like I'll leave this wide open to wherever you want to start. And uh, I would just love for everybody here, and I would love to hear um, just all about it. Yeah. Well, a quick background about me. Um, I was, I was homeschooled 
uh, for my whole life. Um, grew up in a really strict kind of Christian household. Uh, um, very involved in the church. I was like the church babysitter. Um, did not socialize hardly at all um, outside of like my mom and dad's like friend group. Uh, and then when I turned like right after I turned 17, I joined the army. Um, oh, wow. So it was like one extreme to the other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that um, was a little culture shock, huh? It was. And then, but previous to that, like besides my dad has, uh, my dad was, um, he worked in the federal prison system um, and he, he would work out. Like my dad's always worked out. He used to have one of those like um, multi-purpose, like push-up, squat, rack things that were like old school in the gym or in the mm -hmm. garage and I remember mm -hmm. like a couple of times I would have friends over if it was a like a guy friend the first thing that he would do would take him out to the garage and be like watch this and then show him how much he could bench <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have very many people coming back to the house that, like, that <laughs> that's awesome um, I might do that yeah. for my girls <laughs> <laughs> it's effective because even at school like you got around like you know man don't don't go over to her house. Like her dad's kind of a beast. Like just don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, whenever I joined the army, I immediately got introduced to running, which I had never done really previously. Um, and there were some really long runs, like, you know, basic in 2007. So it was kind of not really like that terrible, but you know, um, I just kind of like, did everything I was told. Like, I didn't, um, I didn't really complain if they, I didn't really like, uh, I think I cried a couple times cause I wasn't fit like at all, you know, and I wasn't like a in shape person. I didn't know about like exercise or eating or anything like that. Um, and so just kind of, I, I did my best to coast through it. And then, you know, I got to, uh, Fort Hood, Texas, uh, still 17. Um, and the only fitness I really maintained was like PT and stuff because I wasn't educated otherwise, you know, mm -hmm. and where my barracks were, uh, there was a gym that was right across the street and I would try, um, you know, I was bored. So I would try to go there and then I have no idea what I was doing. I would just kind of like, watch people around me and then um but I was so shy and so embarrassed like I just I was so embarrassed to be in there you know because mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing and I was afraid of people like just watching me and being like <laughs> first time like <laughs> yeah 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 so um, you all don't know what she's doing <laughs> yeah like so I just kind of um that wasn't a really big part of my life uh through actually until I started fighting um I started fighting in the army. I was on a combative uh, team and then I spent like a whole year just training. Um, mm. It was a lot of fun. I think that was 2010, like the beginning of 2010, all the way up until I uh, pretty much got ready to deploy at the end of 2010. Um, and that was a lot of just grappling. Um, There's a lot of cardio like it. And it was fun. Like it was a lot of fun. Like we would do all the drills and it was just constant movement. Wow. And I loved it. Um, and then I did a couple of tournaments and then, you know, we finished with that. And then I wanted to like maintain that. Like I almost got like a high out of it. Like it was fun and it was like, oh, yeah. um, it was great. And I felt kind of like, 
felt kind of like a badass too. I was the only really like female my age and like in, you know, keeping up with everything. And I loved it. Um, we got to Afghanistan and there was, uh, we were in like a fob in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was like a, like a tent, gym tent and stuff like that. So again, I hadn't really, I didn't really know what I was doing as far as weights. I would just kind of go and jump on like the treadmill or mm. like uh, try and do ab stuff, which I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> out there either. Um, so did you enjoy running? Like your exposure to all the running, like was that something you ended up enjoying at all? No, I just did it because I, I knew like I, I hated it, but um, I didn't want it to be hard for me. Like, um, okay. so I just kind of did it so that it wasn't difficult. Yeah. Um, which it sounds silly, but uh, that way, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't stress me out whenever I was getting ready for a run, like, oh, this is the worst. But I've always had this like mindset because I feel like a lot of pretty much, I feel like really almost everything is like mental. Like it's, mm. you know, you two people, identical people can go into the exact same situation, have different mindsets about it. You know, one could be really positive, like, yeah, let's just get this done. Like no big deal. You know, it sucks, but whatever, you know, and then the other person, this is, this is just the worst. And, you know, I hate every minute of it. And like that, that affects your performance, mm. you know? Yeah. So I would just try to approach everything that way. Just, you know, eh, let's just do it, you know? So you're in Afghanistan, you, uh, there's a, a exercise tent room mm-hmm. there that you don't really enjoy. So you're basically just walking around looking for people to fight at that point to get some exercise. Like, <laughs> what? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like there were a couple, uh, there wasn't really, it was kind of difficult to run out there, like outside because it was like gravel. Um, so I did, I just would go in there and just try, I just wanted to maintain something. Like I wanted to experience that almost like that, that healthy, good feeling that I felt before. Um, but then, you know, I, I got back from Afghanistan. I got uh, pregnant with my youngest son and then, um, you know, got out of the army, uh, moved to, uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, which is Fort Campbell, um, Mm -hmm. because I had met a bunch of friends and my, uh, my ex-husband at the time, uh, you know, had me come out here. Um, we, I tried after I had, um, my son, I think I, I think I like got like P90X or something like that Mm. to try and like, you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. Well, it really took off. Um, you know, I moved to Germany and did some contracting work out there. Um, went through a really hard time. Um, you know, in 2014, I moved there in 2013, 2014, I got diagnosed with thyroid cancer Mm -hmm. and lymphoma. Um, so that affects like, you know, your, uh, metabolism that affects your mood. Like I had no idea how much stuff it affected until I, you know, but, um, really the surgery was really quick. The recovery was really quick. The only downside was because I wasn't on medication right away. I gained like 40 pounds in, um, less than two months and I wasn't even eating very much or nothing. Um, and at the time, you know, it was just, it was difficult because, uh, my ex-husband, um, you know, and I just kind of, we, we hadn't been living together. We kind of drifted apart. Um, and then especially during that time, you know, it was just like, he, he expressed like very strongly, like how unattractive I was to him and it just destroyed me. Like I was just like already like, you know, out there alone without family. And so, uh, kind of after that, 
you know, I just, I was working full, I was contracting full time, taking care of my son. Um, didn't really have very much of a friend. I had like a very, like two friends. Um, and so I had my son in daycare. I was like, you know, I'm going to go to the gym that extra two hours that I have between work and having to pick him up. I'm going to start going to the gym. Mm -hmm. So I started looking, um, I think Pinterest was like relatively new. Um, and just like researching on like bodybuilding.com. Like I was just trying to Mm -hmm. find stuff. So yeah, have some I kind did, of direction or purpose when you're going there, you know, kind of something to right. do. Yeah. Yeah. So I started like actually researching it. Um, and I started going to the gym like religiously. I got to the point where I was just the only day I was taking off was Sunday mm-hmm. and I, I was running again. I was like doing like weightlifting and then I made friends in the gym who are also helping me along. And so I would be like, oh yeah, you know, I know my friend over here knows how to do back. So I would do back with mm-hmm. them one day. I would know my friend over here knew how to do like shoulders and legs. And so I um, gradually went from like, I think I was like one, 190 something. I went down to like 150 mm-hmm. um, and just, you know, over the course of just doing it the right way. But I, it's always been a weird, I've, I'll, I'll learn how to work out, but I don't know how to eat. I'll start eating good, but then COVID <laughs> happens and I don't know how to work out. Um, so, you know, and then at the time there too, the first time I ever heard about CrossFit, um, was in Germany because there was a couple that was using one of the air hangers out there and doing CrossFit. Mm. I did not get the chance to go, but that kind of was like the first time I had heard about it. And Uh honestly, my first impression was like, they're going to hurt themselves with those (laughs) pull-ups. Um, Oh my gosh. But, All the times <laughs> people comment, like you're going to hurt yourself, like X, Y, and Z, Y, you know? Yeah. Well, for someone who has no idea what that looks like and just sees like this weird squiggly oh, line sure. going up and down, like, it's just like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so I, I really got fit in Germany. And then when my contract ended, I moved to Colorado, which is where I'm from, mm. um, my hometown. And I got a job uh, as a zipline guide and did like, uh, uh, they have like a zipline rafting company in my own, like it's a big deal in my town. So I started doing a zipline guide and that job like whooped my butt in a good way. Like yeah. um, it, it, it's like all super like straight inclined hiking plus pulling people plus it's just very strenuous and I loved it. Uh-huh. Um, plus I was going to the gym with my dad. So I I got leaned out. Um, I I really knew what I was doing around then, um, and just felt like I just felt really good. Um, and then in 2015, I moved. Uh, well, actually, yeah, 2016, I moved back here to Clarksville. Um, and then, oh, it just it's it's been crazy since I've moved back it's literally been like one weird thing after the other like it's been (laughs) it's been crazy I think this is the first year my life has actually started to just kind of settle um really wow yes uh but yeah whenever I move back um you know I have two boys I have my oldest who is actually yesterday was his birthday he's 12 and yeah. And then my, uh, my youngest is not uh, fixed to be nine. Uh-huh. Um, but I moved back here did the single mom thing and then really set my sights on what am I going to do to get out of the slump and improve my future? Mm-hmm. Um, I was really, uh, so how, really like, dep- like wh- how, how did you arrive at that? Like, that's not an, 
and I don't know, it's not an easy thing to do. Like all of a sudden just be like, okay, I'm going to invest in me. Like how, how did you, how did that even well, happen? So that whenever I moved back, like pretty much immediately afterwards was whenever, um, you know, me and my ex-husband put our divorce stuff in mm-hmm. and then like the course of us, like being together, we never were really together. Um, we didn't live together the majority of the time. Um, I, I moved back here in an effort to like try and get the marriage to work and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it just didn't, it just did not work. Um, and it was just really, really rough. And I'm such like a, by nature, like I, I would give you my last dollar. I would do anything to help you in your situation. Like I will listen to you. I will encourage you, pray for you, motivate you, whatever I can do to help you, regardless of how broken I am feeling at that time. Mm -hmm. So for me to um, kind of look at where I was um, and decide, it was it was like a really, it was almost like trying to create a new habit. Um, mm. I'm going to try and like, learn, I'm going to try and do something for me. I need to. Um, it's almost like I had to give myself permission to like focus on myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Uh, so were you at kind of like a, a breaking point internally with yourself? Like. Oh, for um, sure. I was, I, I was just in tears every single night. Um, and, and one thing about like me, you had a hefty pile of stuff that you were trying to deal with and like process. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then being back in like a town where I, I remember it being totally different because I had my friends here and stuff and then I didn't have it anymore. Um, and I was away from my dad who is a really huge part of my life and stuff. Mm. And then I've got these two kids that I'm, you know, and responsible for and, um, you know, just, but, it's it's crazy how everything happened because like I can look back now and just see why certain things happened the way they did but yeah. at the time it was just agonizing going through some of this stuff um but you know I just I just felt so broken and one thing with me I can't dwell on things too long like I don't I have like a it's almost like a mental block like once I get to a certain point I won't allow myself to emotionally sink any lower mm. um it's like I have to I have to set these goals. Like, you know, if, if you've ever like, you know, ran alongside other people, you know, me, I'm like, I pick out the closest person. And I'm like, I'm past you. And I, I pass run. that person. No. Nope. <laughs> um, Something, was... Something's got to be pretty big and ferocious to get me to run. You know, like, <laughs> and, and I just, at that point have to be faster than one person. So, I mean, yeah, I just, I beat you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, you know, and at least for the first 50 feet, I could beat somebody. <laughs> yeah or just yeah or just trip them <laughs> <That's right. laughs> fantastic no i i do know what you're saying i i have done some running in the past and uh, i would not choose to do it in my on my worst day or my best and uh so yeah yeah you, i mean it's kind of it's kind of like uh any kind of workout like you kind of pick people out of the crowd and you're like, okay, that's my pace person. Or that's the person I just want to stay just in front of. Like, you know, like in CrossFit, you have the whiteboard. And so like you have your people that you're constantly air quote competing against, even though it's not like a real competition, it's just bragging rights, you know, that you have with your, with your buddies and, and Mm -hmm. like you, you know, you know where they are in the gym and you're going to stay one or two reps just ahead. Um, preferably just end beat them all by one rep um, because that just hurts more than like dominating 
I think yeah. at least. So. I think that like one, just that one little like <laughs> twist in there. So yeah. if you could have just done one more rep, we would have been tied. <laughs> but you didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can agree with that. Cause like if somebody beats me like way outperforms me, I'm like, oh that's cool. Like you're you're on a different level. But if you just like come across like one second before me, I'm just like like you know i know they i knew they did that on purpose like i know what oh, they're gosh. doing like i see you <laughs> there was a there was a guy i was working out with and we'll get back to your story i promise um I'm oh you're good <laughs> king of tangents there um so i had this guy and i was working out beside him and it was like i want to say 20 seconds left maybe 10 seconds on the clock plenty of time to do like just another rep and he had just finished one thing and came back to the bar and i was right beside him and i was like pick the bar up, like do one more rep, just one rep, just one. And uh, like, he just couldn't or wouldn't or whatever. Um, and then lo and behold on the whiteboard, like that night, there was three or four other people just tied with him. And like the next day I saw him, I was like, what'd I say? If you could have <laughs> just done that one rep, like you wouldn't have been tied with all your buddies. Like just do it, you know? Um, yeah, that's on you now. <laughs> yeah, like hey, you got to walk around with me yelling in your ear, pick up the bar one more time. Um, but anyways, so there's like what you were talking about, like there's this kind of like almost numbing effect, right? Like when things get piled on you that you just become kind of emotionally numb to the world and like you're, you're surviving and then all of a sudden you have a goal or you have a... Um, image in your head that you want to get to like your whole world changes all of a sudden it's like okay i have purpose and a a vision to pursue something um on my future and and that sounds like kind of like where where things started changing for you like you had a a goal that you wanted to achieve yeah um at that point i was just I just felt like I was coasting, like on autopilot. Like I just didn't, I just felt so numb. Like I Mm -hmm. felt um, emotionally disattached. I felt um, just had a horrible like self image. And it's crazy because like, so the last couple of years I haven't really posted. I have, I used to use Instagram quite often. um, Mm -hmm. And you know, it's crazy because I can look back and see, um, you know, cause I can see these certain times. Like I know that there's one picture I took with my son, like in the morning having coffee and I was trying my best just to be like, you know, Hey, let's take a picture. And I remember that. And I just remember like, um, just being on the brink of tears constantly. And I looked at that picture and like, I look happy, but like, I I remember how I felt right at that time or, you know, Mm -hmm. like fast forward a few weeks from there, like this, you know, this happy picture of me. Um, and I'm just such a, like, I'm just like a shell. Like I just have no, nothing to give anybody, nothing to offer holding it together yeah and then at the same time I'm trying to be like yeah everything's great like you know with my kids like you know just holding it together as best as I can um there's almost like this idea of like if I put it out there maybe it'll come back to me almost you know with social media I think like if I can project goodness and happiness not only does that keep people like at bay like it keeps them at a distance but but also like maybe like just maybe that's also what I want to see because that's what I need to see in my own life. Um, right. Maybe it'll just come back at some point. And that, and, you know, I was working, I was actually working at a Ashley furniture 
at the time mm-hmm. and all my coworkers and stuff like that, like, you know, just knew like Ellie, like, Hey, you know, just, just this little, you know, there was very few people at the time. Like they knew I was going through like something, yeah. but there were only a few people that really know, like, you know, I would just be outside. I used to smoke. Um, I didn't start smoking until like that whole, like basically like that stress started and sure. wow. um, I would go outside and, you know, smoke and um, I would just sit there and I would just be staring off and like, you know, I wasn't crying, but like tears were coming out. Like if you've mm-hmm. just ever been like that blocked up with emotions. Oh, yeah. So I just, it was, it was really rough and I was trying so hard. Just like, I would, I would go to bed crying, like telling myself like, be okay, be okay, please be okay. Um, what's wrong with me. And so around that time, um, you know, I'm just like, what am I like, what am I doing? Like, where am I going? I don't, it was the first time I didn't really have much of a goal or direction and I, I can't function like that at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I remember like laying in just, uh, it sounds like this just super depressing basket case, honestly, which is what I felt like, but, um, you know, I was like, I was like it was <laughs> <laughs> it not only sounds like it, it probably was. Yeah, I was, but, um, so, but you know, at the outside, I just, you know, uh, like wanted to not only like have people perceive me as like, you know, I, I've always wanted to be like that, that person that's like happy and like, you're mm-hmm. happy to see them. Not like, Oh God, here she comes. Like, she's going to, oh, she's going to tell us about all of her problems. Like, and it's, you know, but it's hard for me too. Cause I'm such an open person. Like I love mm-hmm. talking and meeting new people. Like, you know, and, and now, now like I have no filter really, but, um, Good. anyways, I, <laughs> So I'd always been, I'd always, always been, um, really, really wanted to be like in law enforcement. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just not, not just like, you know, patrol or anything, but I've, I've always wanted to be in some realm of law enforcement. Um, you know, like, uh, just working with people on a day-to-day basis who are in my, was in my situation where I could relate to them and help them and not, um, you know, just, just be a part of the community, you know, um, Mm -hmm. make a difference where I I could actually make a real difference, you know, um, and do my job. And so, and because I have, even regardless of all that emotion stuff, I'm very like alpha female leader, you know, type of person, you know, um, so I, I decided like, you know, I'm going to do that. So I looked into, well, Hey, what are the requirements? Like, what do I need to do? Um, and I saw like on their website, like, Hey, you know, you sign up for the PT test and it's a written exam. So I was like, cool. So I, um, I got a membership at like planet fitness started going, I was there like after, cause I'd moved in with a roommate. I was going there and spending like two or three hours a night working out, um, just until I couldn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was using like Instagram and I was using like different, different, different sources to try and really hone in on like, what am I doing? Like, what is this muscle group? Like, how is this going to help me in the long run with this performance? Like, sure. um, so I just, I just really like focused on that. I started running just cause I knew there was a run. Um, and that was my focus. Like I, and during this time, like I, I, I wasn't, I had no interest in dating. I had no interest in talking to anybody. I was always open for friends, but like, mm-hmm. I, that wasn't even a concern. I had decided a long time ago, like I, my personal, and this is just me personally, I've always hated, I've had friends who will date and date and date, and they take their kids with them in every relationship. And I think that it's unfair for the kids, you know? Um, you're yeah. getting attached and you're breaking up and the kids will understand that. So I decided mm-hmm. a long time ago, if I was to 
you know, talk to somebody or it, my kids would never even know until uh, it was like a serious relationship. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so during that time, I wasn't even, you know, talking to anybody. My husband was, my ex-husband was the only person I had really been in a relationship with since 2010 or mm -hmm. yeah, since 2010. Um, so I didn't have that distraction, which was great. Um, and then I met uh, one of my, I'm very good friends with, uh, he, and uh, I forget how, I think we met online somehow, but he went to, he was a CrossFit instructor at one of the CrossFit places here in Clarksville. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like, well, why don't you come down? Like we're having like a little open tonight and stuff like that. I'm competing. You can come out and check, you know, come out and like hang out. And it would have been the first time I would have met him. Mm -hmm. So I got to the parking lot. The and first I'm like, time you were going to meet him was going to be seeing him compete. Yeah, because you know, why not? <laughs> I feel like I feel like I had a back, you know, flashback to your dad pulling the guys out to the garage all the time. <laughs> like, well, come watch what I can do. Unless he totally gets whooped, then it's probably not as not as good. But yeah, well, I figured I was like, you know, I kind of like I've always been curious about CrossFit, and if it helps take me like you know, I was, I was in really good shape because I was mm -hmm. doing the lifting. I was doing all this other stuff. So I get to the parking lot and I'm sitting in my car and all of a sudden, like I was excited and that excitement turned to like nervous. Yeah. And I just sat there and I was like, I don't know anybody here. This is the first time meeting this guy. What if like, what if, I don't know. So I sat there for a few minutes, listened to mm -hmm. music and then drove off. Never oh. went inside. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, what, but which I, I also like. I totally get that. Like, I, I, like, I don't fault you whatsoever for doing that. I, I'm super shocked you got to the parking lot. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I took off from there and went to the gym, and then I was like, I was like, Becky, I was like, sorry, something crazy came up. I made some really stupid excuse, and then and by crazy, up, I meant me. <laughs> yeah, it was me. <laughs> um. Yeah, but then I ended up hanging out with him quite a bit. Um, he yeah. was one of the instructors there, so he was like helping coach me. And um, it's a Dunbar Cave Lab in uh, Clarksville, okay. and it was uh, it was really great because I felt like I already had like the basics of everything down. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, it had been a couple of years that I had been like on and off in the fitness, so I was able to keep up, which was the biggest thing for me was. Yeah because oh my gosh like holy cow like that first one I was like you know like okay guys thanks and then I'd pull out I think I pulled around the corner and just kind of parked and I was like oh my gosh like I can't feel anything I hurt from like my hair down like it was just <laughs> crazy but I loved it um and then that actually helped me quite a lot because I did get accepted onto the police department and I ended up getting um like a date to go to the academy mm -hmm. so all this hard work, like everything is lining up, like, um, you know, everything I, is just going great. Uh, I, I also had started going to church, like, um, like regularly. And I started, I, I threw myself into like a volunteer position to kind of like force mm. me out into that. And it yeah. really was great. Cause it was around people that were like, you know, genuinely supportive and, um, uh, my kids were, you know, in a good environment and just healing. Like, mm. and I felt so confident. It was like, just this high of um the best shape I've ever been um the best everything yeah. um so I uh got the police department um got to the police academy and then I had uh we had there's like activity weeks there so I had trouble with one of the activity weeks with the driving course um 
and then the same day uh i went and met with like the 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 chief because their policy they've changed their policy but the policy at the time was if you um don't pass any like an activity week they fire you um yeah and all the other departments were just like oh yeah you know you just keep going and then you'll just come back and redo this week and then collects was like fired like (laughs) the same day um i had gone i had a doctor's appointment so i was already like in tears i had this doctor's appointment and it was to get results for um some tests and i found out i had stage three breast cancer the same day oh geez yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, and it was just like everything i was just like everything just came to like a just a screeching crashing halt um and i was just like like i had no words i was like well what what now like because i just bought i just got this apartment that was like really nice and Mm -hmm everything was starting to look up and I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't, I just, that whole day just kind of stopped me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a Thursday and, um, no, it was a Friday. So instead of like, cause I was like thinking like, man, who do I call? Cause I never burned any bridges with anybody. Everybody was like, come, please come back and work for us. If you ever mm-hmm. need, you know, anything. And I, I was like, okay, well, I almost dialed my old work and uh, to talk to the warehouse manager because uh, he really was like fond of me so I was like well no something told me just to hold off so I was like okay I'm gonna hold off a minute um, and then uh, you know I think I went and got like a pedicure and had a glass of wine and um, just kind of like my glass I, I you felt... bottle is it did you <laughs> yeah, like two but no <laughs> <laughs> um, I just I knew what was coming emotionally for me and I didn't want to shut off again because I'd worked so hard to right. overcome that. Um, so I just took a deep breath and was like, you know what? No, just, just hang on, just hang on. Okay. And mm. I, I told myself that like over and over, just, just hang on. Like you're, you're going to be okay. Um, so I pulled back into my apartment complex and I got this call from a um, number I didn't recognize, but I answered it. And um, you know, that's like, is this, is this, Miss Horton and I was like yes and it's like okay well this is so and so who's the chief of police at the time and he was like so um you know we've never really done this or considered this but uh we do have a position open in dispatch uh would you be interested in taking it and testing for it yes yes I would yes please thank you <laughs> so I tested for it that Monday and then started on Tuesday um oh, wow so there was never any break and it was really amazing how it happened because like because of the city and stuff like that I was able to do um I was covered under their insurance still like there was no break in anything yeah. um so and then that began chapter 12 of my crazy <laughs> <laughs> crazy yeah. stuff um but you know fitness had become such a staple in my life and mm-hmm. I was always like constantly working well I, I couldn't accept I was sick. I couldn't, it was just not something I could register. Like I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Um, I was like, you know, I figured out fitness. I figured out how to eat healthy. I'm a healthy person, like body, how dare you? Like, it was just, it was just such an inconvenience. And that sounds weird to say, but like, that's how I felt. And I still describe it as that is, it was just a major inconvenience. Hmm. And, um, so I was working full-time at dispatch and then I started chemo. Um, and it's actually kind of crazy because, um, uh, 
you know, I lost my hair and stuff. You saw pictures, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and around that time is kind of when I jumped off social media um, on like Instagram and stuff. I just, you know, I, I've never really liked being like the center focal point of attention. Um, I don't like all eyes on me. I just mm-hmm. like to, you know, kind of push through things. So with, uh, and then, you know, I, I just kind of really adopted this like motto of improvise, adapt, overcome. Hmm. And it, uh, you know, something crazy would happen. So I'd be like, Hey, let's improvise. Like, what do we do? And then, you know, adapt to that change and then conquer it. Yeah. yeah. So it, because it, it was, so, it was a pattern. It just happened over and over and over again in my life where I was just like, okay, well, what now? Hmm. Um, so that became and what's funny is while I was in the academy they have these like um class mottos and I had always like that was like one of those it's catchy improvise adapt overcome so Mm -hmm. I had always like had that thought you know whenever I was going through something but my um our instructor he was like you know you guys can't think of anything he's like well your class motto is improvise adapt overcome and I was like what like (laughs) that's crazy it is crazy um so with going through chemo, you know, I was alone. Um, and I really kind of, um, except for people at work who saw me every day going through the changes, like my dad moved down here for me. Oh, wow. Um, and it was amazing. Cause he really helped me with my kids and stuff while I was going through it. Is he the guy with like the legit mustache on your social? He is. He is. He's the guy with the legit mustache. He's very well known for his mustache. It's I tell you, that dude like looks like a guy I want to know. Like, <laughs> you just look at him and you're like he's got some stories like let's go he does. get some beers together <laughs> he's incredible and it's it's cool because like side note because you know i'm you know squirrel with my conversations um Welcome he, <laughs> uh you know he is so cool because like growing up my dad was just this very like rock hard figure that was mm-hmm. like you know the foundation of our family um very kind of like grr, you know mm-hmm. um just but he was always been my dad I've always been like a dad's girl and stuff but um it's cool because as an adult like I've unlocked this whole nother level of like it's a friendship with my dad and I know my dad not just as my dad but like as just who he is with other people and I love it um and you know my like I said we were from like a really Christian family and through all this my dad never stopped praying for me like Mm -hmm. he he knew like what we were going through and stuff. And he just always like covered me in prayer, which I, I really, you know, for, it means a lot to me for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he moved down here and my dad, I, I didn't want what was going on with me to um, bring him down. Mm-hmm. So the whole, it, it sounds weird because you should be able to be yourself with your family. And I totally can be. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I had to protect him from how bad I actually felt because mm-hmm. I didn't want that to come off on him because he he always carries everything on yeah, his shoulders. Yeah, you don't want to worry. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's no big deal. It's just chemo. Like, let's go do it. And then I'd be it's in the car just, just like, this chemo. is the worst. <laughs> so, and then my um my youngest son spent some time with his dad. And it it broke my heart to pieces because, like, the first time he saw me without my hair – he he had a melt like he's not he didn't cry very much but like he just he just broke down and he's like what happened like what happened to you and I was like maybe the medicine that I take is just you know it's a side effect no big deal yeah. um 
and he's like where's the doctor i need to talk to him he's like i need to beat his butt and i'm yeah. like <laughs> i'll sort this out for you <laughs> yeah. and then i think it's funny because my dad's reaction whenever i was like crying about like i'm gonna lose my hair he goes well, let me see your ears. I'm like, my ears. He's like, yeah, let me see your ears. So I pull my hair back and he looks at me and he goes, oh, you're going to be fine. You've got like good ears for it. <laughs> That's fantastic. I was like, thanks dad. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, so Nashville is where I did my chemo. Um, and then it was crazy because I was still like very like, no, like I didn't accept it. I didn't let myself be sick, even though I was exhausted and very sick. Um, so I remember I went to the, one of the gyms here, uh, and decided I was going to try and PR on my squats. Cause why not? Oh, I was mad. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I strained so hard that, um, you know, I just, I almost passed out. Well, then I ended up, uh, for some reason started, um, that whole week was like, uh, bleeding super crazy. Mm. Um, but it was just like an abnormal, like abnormal amount. Well, I ended up almost passing out at work. I kept passing oh, out. Yeah, it was, it was not like a, it's, it's weird to say, but, um, so I drove myself to the VA hospital in Nashville. As one does. As one does. And I get there and they go to take my vitals. I just fall over on the guy. Um, <laughs> And so they get there, I wake up and I'm actually just like covered, uh, everything on the, on the floor, everything is just blood. And, um, they were like, well, you strained so hard that you burst every nerve, um, or like every vein ending, I guess, um, from trying to maintain that I had 10 blood transfusions. And if I had waited another day, I would have, I would have passed out and not woke up. Yeah. Um, so, so they were like, did what? you get a PR though? I did. I mean, you know. Yeah, I can't remember what that was. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> Hashtag worth it. <laughs> yes. Um, Not really. But yeah, it was so, it was, I was there. I woke up. I have a picture and it looks, it looks awful, but there's no color in my face. I have full makeup though, because I had no eyebrows. So I'm really, I like my eyebrows. Yeah. And the the job that I work, I feel like you really need them to express that WTF just right. Mm, yeah. So I have like the wrinkles right here. That's my WTF marks because it's like yeah. a normal face I make. But um, yeah, so I have this picture where I'm bald, completely no color. And like my eyebrows and my eyes are done. I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> in the hospital. Um, But uh, yeah, so I ended up in there, I think for like a week, had blood transfusion after oh, blood transfusion. Man. They That's couldn't figure crazy. out what was wrong. And I was like kind of embarrassed because I was like, it could be that maybe I, I went to the gym. I, I would just like to throw out a scenario <laughs> that might be involved. Uh, would that yeah, be okay? <laughs> they were like, do you know what could cause this? I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm in chemo. So like anything's possible. <laughs> um, and like, cause that's the thing too. So, <laughs> um, it was just humor is also been it's very dark so i kind of when i meet new people i have to like like i might come off as quiet i'm really just feeling you out just to see like what level i can gauge you at you know like how sure, yeah. dark can we be uh -huh. um and so <laughs> like the whole time i was just like making the hospital staff laugh and you know just like mm -hmm. 
all but it was it was terrible it really was and then i had to um <laughs> so then i got i went back to work like right away and they're just like what are you doing i was like oh i'm here so like what's up <laughs> yeah um and then through my chemo, I actually didn't take any time off. I kept going to work and then I would sit there at my desk and I can't describe the way it makes you feel. You just can't think. It's like, there's like a cloud um, and you just feel like your whole body is nauseous. It gives you hot sweats. Like, it's just, it's, it's miserable. Mm -hmm. And um, so finished the chemo, had to have a double mastectomy. So they had to chop both boobs off. In my twisted humor way, I don't know if you are a fan of Kevin Hart um, mm -hmm. or have seen a stand up, but there's like one thing where he does where he's like, he's like, oh, she ain't got no nipples. So like <laughs> at work, we started joking about that all the time. Like, uh, <laughs> like, because, <laughs> you know, they take everything off up there and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So, um, or like, you know, my friend would be like, Ellie, calm your tits. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, so like humor is like a big thing of it. And you know, yeah. just it was more just it never really it never really sank in like how bad it was because it spread. It was actually spread. It was borderline stage four, which oh, means geez. Yeah. spread, but it was it was in my armpit. Whatnot, right? Yeah, exactly. So when they did the surgery, I have a scar that goes from here across here. And on this side, I have a scar that goes from here and it goes up into my armpit. Oh, wow. Um and so this is my like you know, this is like, this is my strong arm, but, uh, I, I have like a lot of nerve damage and stuff and I don't have like a lot of strength. Well, um, as soon as I was able to, um, kind of get back into like working out and stuff, uh, mm -hmm. I took it easy. I was scared because more, I didn't want, Most I didn't want to tell my doctors. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, cause like, I'm really bad. I'm a really, if, I have like, if you were to ask me something, there's no way I could lie to you because my face gives it away. Like, mm -hmm. it's almost mm -hmm. like a kid who has chocolate all over their mouth and you're like, did you eat any cookies? Like, no. <laughs> not at all. That was the dog, like, yeah. not me. So I, cause like my doctor did ask me, he's like, you look different. Have you been going to the gym? And I was like, no, oh. like, you know, my, my voice got really high pitched. And I was just like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, no, because, you know, you know, don't you have a nurse that has to get something from over there, you know, like, <laughs> but I, they're like, well, just, just go easy. Like you need to go easy, which is not in my vocabulary to do. Mm -hmm. It's, um, cause I don't know. It's always just a personal competition. Like if I don't have something heavy on the bar, cause no judgment, but if I know I'm very well capable of you know, throwing some 45s on there and squatting that. And then you see different people exercise in different ways. But then you see the little, the girl that's over there with the tens on each side and you're just like, good for you. But yeah, like, you know, <laughs> um, different levels, but it's just always been like a personal thing for me. Um, so I ease back into it. I also have that thyroid issue so I take medication can't eat in the morning have to eat a certain way and mm -hmm. um I know it's a total it can be it's it's got a lot of good and bad but like um I started also playing around with like keto because mm -hmm. sugar feeds cancer cells mm -hmm. so sugar was cut out um and then also now would you like, like did you eat a 
a lot of sugar before? No, yeah. no. So what happened was, um, what happened was, what happened was, so, okay. I told you this whole entire time, like, you know, I hadn't dated anybody, hadn't been with anybody like this, not interested. Mm-hmm. Anyone who is military or in a, like, probably any like male dominated um, profession could probably attest to when there is a new girl in any kind of way, they're like, you know, what is that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, let's go after that new girl and bets come up, you know? So whenever I started dispatching, I was the new girl. Well, I was already like, you know, fruit ninja that like, whoosh, 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 mm-hmm. like, you know, not going to have it. I, fruit ninja. I was, I was like a total asshole about it too. Like it is nice as I could possibly be, but I would have people like guys messaging me um, like, Hey, like, you know, I'm like, Nope. I was like, you know, uh, I had, I had guys that were like, Hey, like, you know, we should go out sometime. And I'm like, you know what? And I, I, I actually had this like copied and pasted because I used it so much. Oh I was gosh. like, I'm sorry. I'm not interested in dating. I don't want to be a side piece. I don't want to sleep with you. Like, I don't want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you still want to be friends and hang out, like, you know, then that's fine. And then most of the time I wouldn't hear anything back. Shocking. Shocking. So, mm-hmm. um, one of the officers, uh, who was, I, I really, res- I really respected like their, um, their work ethic. Like they were always, they were always working, like doing like good. And it was a really genuinely good person from like all, you know, I could tell. So I added them on Facebook, immediately was messaged, like, do I know you? And I was like, hey, I'm Ellie, I'm one of your dispatchers. And I just kind of wanted to put the face to their their numbers, you know, just, this is where I was going to work. This is where I was going to be. I still had that goal and I wanted to get to know everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I talked mad shit to this person, like, roasted them nonstop like it was and they would but they would do it back to me so I was like Mm -hmm. oh yeah like it was fun so um they were like uh, after a few weeks on and off of like talking they're like well hey like we should go out to eat well I threw my spiel out there you know I just want to make it very clear not interested in anything like don't want I'm not looking for a relationship not looking to sleep with you and then his response was just like so sushi like (laughs) um so I was like, yeah, like maybe like one time. Well, we hadn't. And just uh, for the record, the answer is always sushi. Be, oh, always. I love always sushi. sushi. Yeah. You too. Um, Freaking so, anytime. <laughs> oh, I went to sushi train in Nashville. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like those plates, I can gain so much weight with that place. Like I think I walked it, out like 10 pounds heavier just with rice. Isn't it great? It, <laughs> We felt really sick afterwards. Went home and napped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and totally like <laughs> swollen from all the salt. But who cares? Oh yeah, like, comatose. You know? Like yeah, you have to Gosh. like plan in advance for that. Yeah, but yeah. Well, so I hadn't met this guy previously, um, but my son and I, we we were like, you know, let's go ahead and like cook one of the district's dinner, um, and because. I was like, well, this, this shift, you know, they've been doing a lot of work lately. Like, let's just go ahead and cook dinner for this shift. So my son and I actually made like dinner and took it down there to the the precinct. And the sergeant was there and, you know, I talked to him for a little while. He's a really great, like, you know, older guy, um, been, been doing that a long time and I have a lot of respect for him. And so we sat there and just had a really good conversation dropped off the food, like noted the other officers were there. Well, I had bought like those, like um like serving spoons but I, I bought cheap ones because I wasn't planning on getting any of the stuff back mm-hmm. and then like a week later um this officer walks in with these spoons and he's <laughs> like um he's like 
which one of you is Elizabeth? And I was like, in the back corner, I was like, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) So what had happened was his sergeant, um, you know, was like, and this is the guy I was talking to uh, Mm -hmm. on Facebook. So his sergeant was like, hey, can you run these to dispatch? And he's like, you live over there. He's like, I live in the opposite direction. And his sergeant was like, no, no, I just need you to go run them over there. He's like, seriously, they're like, why can't you do it? And he's just like, dude, just go. His sergeant did it on purpose. His sergeant set us up actually pretty much like we're together pretty much because he ran those spoons back to me. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So we, uh, we, that was the first time I ever saw him. Um, and he, he was really, he was really nice, like super goofy, like mm-hmm. super goofy. Um, and then uh, I think the first time he came over, the first time he actually like ever hung out with me, the first time he saw me, I was, bald no eyebrows no eyelashes like just the sickest i've looking i've ever been um but we decided that we're gonna hang out watch a movie which um on his way over i was like you know just uh uh you know he was like have you ever had like golden oreos i was like no what is that Mm -hmm. so he brought over those like vanilla oreos and i blame him because i was not a snacker i didn't do sugar like nothing and then all of a sudden he introduced like all the stuff in the house and if it's in my if it's in my house i'm gonna snack on it you know yeah Yeah. so that's why it's not in my house i have a have a daughter that loves to bake and like she'll go through a fit of like baking what for like a week straight every chance she gets she's baking something and then like it has it comes to a point where i'm like you have to stop you you are literally (laughs) going to kill your father and it's not your fault it's completely my fault but I just, I just need a break. <laughs> but she's and then you're going to be like looking week. over and be like, oh but what is that? What are you cooking? Okay. Well, maybe like one more. <laughs> yeah. It's, we got all Rice Krispie um, treat type things she made with like on a ball and like with uh, a chocolate or something on it, like white chocolate. And then yesterday she made uh, candy corn cupcakes, which are like orange, yellow, orange, and with the white like frosting to make a candy oh, corn. Wow. Yeah. And I, so I came home to that yesterday and I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, I, I love you. You're, you're really just wanting to kill me at this point. <laughs> so he, 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 he's the one that got the sugar dragon out on you. Uh, he is. Going, and, yeah, and so I went from being like, I was never, I have to get my phone charger while we're talking, but um, yeah, like, and so the whole time that um, I was doing the chemo, I my mouth hurt. Like, it makes your mouth kind of hurt. Mm. Um, it just feels like raw. So the only thing I could really manage was like Smoothie King because um, yeah, it was yeah. cold, and I was, I just had no appetite. So I, I never got like you know you've seen I've seen some people that go through that and they're just like skin and bones. You know, I was never like that. But for me, I was very like like lost muscle, very thinned out. So. He, uh, his goal was actually to, to try and help me eat um, hmm. by whatever means necessary, which was sugar and golden Oreos. So, <laughs> um, so through the chemo stuff, because I, uh, sorry, I couldn't work out um, and I was trying very hard to like watch what I was eating. Mm-hmm. Um, it is still, I, because of just how my body is, if I'm not active I, I do tend to gain weight so hmm. gain like 50 pounds um which for me was like it's very heavy mm-hmm. um and then you know it's, 
he had also asked me, we were, we were really good friends for like, he had just been staying over basically asleep on the couch, just like enjoyed our, we just enjoyed hanging around each other. Um, And then he looked at me across the kitchen one day and he's like, we should be my girlfriend. And I was like, no. Uh, cause I had such bad, I had such a bad previous relationship and I, I was enjoying what I had with him so much. That I just didn't want to like mess that up. So it scared me a lot. And I was like, um, he's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Dang. yeah. But then like the very next day I was like, okay, like you just, you just need to have like a lot of patience with me, please. Um, and he's like, nope, totally fine. I won't tell anybody. He told everybody. Won't tell he was, Don't go in the guy's bathroom. There's a big banner in there that actually proclaims it. So you know, other than that, I'm not telling anybody. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Like recently we had, we, where we live now, we get along with all of our neighbors so well. They have a bromance group chat thing. And uh, recently something happened that was kind of like crazy for me. And I'm like across the table in tears. I'm like, please don't tell anybody and he's on his phone he looks up like he's like oh i just sent it out in the group chat <laughs> and i was like oh yeah okay like i just nothing surprises me like a- <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah That's so awesome. you know he, he and he's in the gym he went from being 120 pounds from whenever he like first got into the police department and he's like 200 and he's all muscle oh wow yeah That's awesome. um yeah he um and he's he's uh he's just a little bit taller than me, so he's very like bulky. Um mm-hmm. but we work out completely differently. Like <laughs> he's very um, you know, like bench press, uh, you know, like just you know, very, very like basic, um, like he's like the pumpkin spice latte of working out, you know, yeah. like very <laughs> basic. And um so it, I'll work out with him. But I have to have things like switched up a little bit. I have to be more active. And I'm I'm trying to like superset stuff between like working out with him and he's just like, babe, stop it. You just have to do this and rest for 90 seconds. I'm like, how? How do you do that? How do you stay still? <laughs> so um, but he's he's done very well and he's very knowledgeable about everything he does. But um, anyways, but going back to being like sick and stuff, I, I went through all that with the chemo and then the double mastectomy and then the radiation and then the reconstructive surgery. Mm. So all of that. And that was the course of like a year. Wow. Yeah. My, uh, a friend of mine has a nonprofit called beautiful strength and she's actually been on the podcast before, but, um, she, uh, this month, cause I guess this is breast cancer awareness month. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she did part of Beautiful Strength is all it's a photography project that goes year round and kind of highlights diversity and difference and, and just kind of a lot of different things and just talking about people's inner strength as opposed to just what you see on the outside. Yeah. And so she did a whole thing this month that she's been working on, like had sponsorships from like glitter companies, but it's called Glitter Tits. And <laughs> all the all the pictures were of women who have had breast cancer and, and like it was their bare chest, but like covered in paint and glitter. Wow. Um, and it was incredible. Like it was just, there, there was such beauty in, in those pictures. They weren't like, you know, they weren't derogatory. They weren't, you know, uh, you know, they're just, it, it, because you could see the story in the picture, 
if, if that didn't sound weird, you know, like, no, I understand. Um, yeah. And so, um, she had a thing, uh, she was at a thing down from my house the other day. She has a big bus that she's going to, um, end up living in and taking pictures and traveling around the country and taking pictures of people. But, um, but this project, uh, she had the bus over at a place and was doing some fundraising. And so I went and saw it and she had all the glitter tits pictures all up everywhere. And, um, I got to meet some of the women whose pictures they were, um, and kind of hear some of their story and stuff like that. And I was like, that's incredible. Like just, just the amazing, um, thing that that is to go through and, to be, they talked about it being kind of like it, you're in some kind of like secret club with other women who have done this now. Mm-hmm. Like you, you kind of know what they've been through and they, they know your struggle a little bit. And like, it's just, there's a different thing um, within that. Um, but it was, anyways, long story short, you should, you should go check out the, the post yeah, that, that she will. made. Um, it's all on Instagram as well, but um, beautifulstrength.org. But anyways, so you, now how long ago was that? Uh, I got diagnosed in the beginning of 2018. Okay. And then so 2019 to now has been kind of recovery and getting yeah. back, would you say? like? I, I would say that. Um, okay. 2019 was more just... Um, Cause I didn't finish radiation until it was kind of like a little over the year mark. So, um, mid 2019, um, I, so also with me having worked out, like my history of working out, my history of working out is a coping mechanism for like dealing with my emotions and my, men, my, my mental mm. health. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I, I've always, I just, I haven't known as much as I have tried in the situation and circumstances, like I've tried to be happy. Um, so like during going through those, like, you know, trials, tribulations, like waves of, you know, just all this stuff going on. Um, at the time, like that happiness is like in the moment, like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm happy. But then like looking back and like being as happy as I am now, I'm like, I wasn't happy. I was miserable mm-hmm. trying to be happy. Yeah. And, um, so working out has always been more of a, um, you know, and I've always been very like self-conscious. Um, you know, I just always had this image of what I wanted to be, which was fit. And I wanted mm-hmm. to be competitive and I wanted to do all this stuff. Um, so it's just, it's not, it's been good for me, but it's always been how I cope with me. Yeah. Um, so now I'm in, you know, 2019, I'm in this very happy, very healthy relationship, which, mm-hmm. um, somebody who just doesn't care what I look like really. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was just genuinely like, just genuinely like for me, like, mm-hmm. babe, I don't care what you look like. I just love you. Like, you know, I've never, I've never had had that. I, I yeah. always had to like meet a certain standard in that person's eyes. Like I don't look a certain way. Um, you know, he, and, I mean, you guys met when you were, I guess physically kind of at, at your worst, you would say, you know, like in those yeah. air quotes for people who aren't, don't see this, but like, I'm not calling her ugly by any means, just for the people <laughs> who are listening. Like, <laughs> but like, you, you know, like that, that was not the ideal situation to pick up a dude. And yet like you or guys, con- <laughs> yeah. And you guys connected, right? Yeah. Right um, away. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's beautiful. And, and now he's someone that you're in a 
like real relationship with, not just buddies. Yeah, no, we're married now. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and like, he's like, I don't care. Like, exactly. <laughs> like that's, that's awesome. Yeah, like he just doesn't act like, uh, I think, because, you know, I'm a girl, girls get emotional. And as much as I pride myself on being like someone who can like look at a situation like outside the box, like, um, like for me, and I told him this from the beginning, which he is, we're still learning, but, um, I told him from the beginning, I tell everybody, even my friends, like mm-hmm. for me, if I, if, if something like happens, like something negative happens, like if I, if I go through something, I just kind of like get quiet because I'm thinking about the situation rather than like lash out and say something out of anger, which I yeah. don't do, um, or say something I'm going to regret or act ra- like irrationally or something. I just kind of ponder, you know, mm-hmm. like I just think about it. Well, this is how I feel. Um, I don't really have a pride issue in that aspect where I can say, okay, well, I mean, maybe I should like change this about me or like, you know, I was wrong. So, but I have to cool off a little bit. I can't just come out. I can't just communicate that. I just need to, I just need to process it. Um, so I forgot where I was going with that. Um, so I would assume you guys in, in, you know, your first year, of marriage years how, how yeah so we got married um, in April. yeah we got married in april um of this year because we were supposed to get um have our wedding in august but covid happened mm. um so we got married in april uh because we bought a house so mm-hmm. um we decided to go ahead and just get married like uh we went and actually one of the hiking spots we always go to we decided to go over there and just have a really like intimate ceremony oh cool um and then didn't really tell a lot of people because our big wedding was going to be in August, but <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, like it's, uh, it's been really, it's been really amazing, but um, just kind of like, anyways, let's back to the whole, like, you know, mentality fitness thing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm with somebody who accepts me like 100% fully. Like I, um, I'm very comfortable with like me and myself, even though I'm not yeah. like where I want to be like physically. And now also, um, you know, so like I'm working out for me because I want to, like, I'm not working out because I feel like I have to achieve something. Yeah. And, you know, now I'm trying to balance as well. Um, my son, my oldest son, Phelan, um, he, I don't want them to ever, ever feel like uh, I'm working out to get skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want to force those like image. I don't want to mm-hmm. force them because my son, he, he'll like grab his sides and stuff and be like, mom, I'm fat. And I'm like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm pretty honest person. You think I would tell you if you were fat? And he goes, well, yeah, actually I do. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, so I, I was like, you know, I was like, you know, if you are wanting to get healthier, um, and live a healthy lifestyle, you know, I, you can eat, like, he loves eating healthy, he loves, like, all the foods, he loves spicy stuff, he loves sushi, he loves everything, um, so I, you know, sushi, um, so now I'm kind of this role model, too, in my children's lives, where I don't ever want them to, like, my son will be like, mom, you don't have to wear makeup, you're already so pretty, and I'm like, well, I appreciate that, and I hope you tell your girlfriend that, too, one day, but I do it for me, because I want to, you know, and I, I was like, I don't have to wear makeup to be pretty. But at the same time of him telling me that, it kind of unlocked in my mind. I was like, you know, dude, I've always 
felt like I had to wear makeup. I can't leave the house even with just like a little bit of it. It's not over the top or anything, but just something on my face. Mm-hmm. And now, um, it I saw like this uh, picture on Facebook where it's like you know if you see me out there looking like uh, I just climbed out of like the sewer, don't worry about it. My husband just boosted my confidence so much. I don't care anymore. (laughs) That's me. Yeah, That's awesome. (laughs) So now like, you know, I'm trying to be more of a role model because I'm 30 now. So. Oh uh, gosh. Getting up there. Goodness. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm a a month older than my husband. So like, uh, Oh geez. I know. Um, it's just that's that age gap. My phone's being silly. But um yeah, so now I'm trying to just teach them like, you know, hey, I'm just getting healthy because I want to maintain my health and fitness, especially right. with everything I've gone through. Like I have to, you know, mm-hmm. I have to be healthy. I want to be here for a long time. I want to um, you know, be a good sorry, this is and weird I'm sorry hold on let me try plugging this in somewhere else but um yeah so I just I'm just trying to set a good example now I'm comfortable with me for the first time I think in my whole life to be honest oh wow that's awesome yeah mm-hmm. and, and, you're, I, and you're cancer free yes I am cancer free I mean gosh you're, you're living the dream right now I am I've got I I really do like this year I know 2020 is supposed to be very um hard for a lot of people and it is it's been it's been difficult and challenging but um it's been an amazing year as far as like growth and as Mm. far as like what we've accomplished this year as a family um you know for the first time my boys have this um stable consistent role model um Mm. that's in their lives which is what I've my 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 goal has always been to provide them Mm -hmm. um you know we've got this beautiful house we've got this you know we've both got stable jobs you know we've both got very wonderful communication and um you know just these things I spent years and years just craving and praying for and crying and just Mm. begging that I would have one day and it's amazing because it's you know it, it I worked so hard I feel like you know just to achieve all this and it was not the route that I would have taken initially by myself. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, given a choice on a game show board and you get to choose <laughs> all the things that you've been through, probably not yeah. would have been chosen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nor would have anybody. But, I mean, you know, and, and I'm by no means like everything happens for a reason kind of guy, um, which is a whole other conversation some other time, but um, cause the majority of people around me are, um, but like all that you have been through has got to make the sweetness of your reality now even greater, oh, for you sure. know? Um, and that, that the beauty of it is, is just incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. And, um, you know, it's just, it's crazy cause I have this side by side picture, um, so I have a friend I had originally like went and met with her and hired her as like a wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turns out she actually just this last year, her business has just completely taken off. She does a lot of the boudoir and like babies and stuff like that. Well, she, oh, wow. I was like, you know, I'll go ahead and do that. Like, I'm going to do that. Like, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went and had like a photo shoot with her and uh, this was, you know, last year. 
And so I went and had this photo shoot with her and um, I was just looking at myself. Like I have one picture where I'm just like, it's a genuine smile. Like she said something and I'm just like smiling. Mm -hmm. And if you look at that picture in that moment compared to what I thought happiness felt like even, even two years ago, there's no comparison. It's two different people. And then she took one picture of me where um, I, right after my double mastectomy there was it was just it was I think I have a picture on my um social media page where it you can see what it looks like after the surgery how bad it was the bruising mm-hmm. just my face you just it just I just looked like a a very broken beaten down individual that, like it almost looked like life had gotten the best and I was just hanging on and I compared those two pictures and sent that to her and I was like you know mm-hmm. I just wanted to thank you for capturing this level of confidence I have now and um it's really cool because she sent me a message a couple weeks ago and she was like hey don't be mad and I was like gosh what she goes so you know it's breast cancer awareness she's like I I uh I submitted your picture for um you know like one of these uh one of these like photography magazines that she does like regular submissions Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. and um I was like, okay. She goes, would you write an article in case it gets picked up? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll write an article. Um, so it got featured and that picture was used as the cover of this magazine. Oh, wow. And it was very exciting. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, like, oh no. Cause like I took the photo shoot was for my husband. So like, uh-huh. it's this picture and it's like topless, but I have no chest. So it's just like, you know, lady lumps, I guess. Like they're just like <laughs> the illusion of, boobs that aren't really there it's just an illusion um but it's on this cover and then she messages me like a day later she goes I didn't tell you I did two submissions and your pictures got featured on like the cover of both of these magazines and then I was like oh my gosh like I was really excited but I was really like uh that's like a very raw vulnerable sure uh you know worry of mine like I just I was like well okay so I ended up talking to my husband I was like I want to share these because I'm really proud but at the same time I'm like I don't want to like I don't want it to come off as like inappropriate mm-hmm. by sharing these but I went ahead and just wrote like and I shared them and then um, I actually haven't even gone back and looked at the Facebook comments because I'm so like nervous about seeing what people are going to say about them <laughs> sure yeah yeah because the I'm sure you'll get a smattering of comments yeah but overall like all the people that have been in my corner through this whole ordeal um and you know along the way I've actually helped start a lot of people into fitness like the community and the basics and the eating because I've I've you know I've I've really gotten better and perfected um just my eating habits and you know these workouts and now I'm on like a routine and you know I'm just kind of working just to get get back into being like some level of what I was at before you know but mm-hmm. but totally being accepting and like loving you know of myself along the way um yeah. and it's it's very freeing actually feeling that's cool wow what a what a remarkable story like <laughs> it's just incredible you you've been through the ringer and come out on top and you know that you're at a level where you're enjoying life like never before and things have just 
worked out in a way that was unpredictable and yet amazing and um, wonderful. And it's, uh, it's, you know, whatever resilience that you were equipped with at birth is a remarkable thing. And um, I love that you, you live out that, you know, improvise, adapt and overcome thing. I mean, it, it takes that in every single thing you've come to. And so I think that that's just an absolutely remarkable thing. And I'm, and I'm thankful that, uh, man, I'm thankful to be, just be a part of hearing that story um, and being able to share that with others. Yeah. Yeah. And I think around the time you messaged me the originally, because the whole reason I've, I've heard about Barbell Voodoo was because whenever uh, I was working out and doing CrossFit at DCL, um, I you they had like a stand there during one of like the opens with all their clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I I picked out um some stuff and was talking to them a little bit and then started following the Facebook page and made a post on there um uh, and like tagging a tag them in it. But and then around the time that you had reached out to me was around the time I was kind of emotionally shut down mm-hmm. um and just trying to like focus on like being getting better. Yeah. And then uh, I reached out with like recently because I was, I was going through like old messages, like uh, just deleting stuff out of there. And I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was me all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like the ultimate, like, oh, hey, sorry, I got busy. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's, uh, it's, it's our gift that we get to have you now. So that's good. You know? I appreciate that. Well, uh, yeah, I think like, that was great. And I so appreciate you being on the show and, um, yeah, we'll, uh, go follow Where can people find you? What are your, what are your things on Instagram and stuff? Where can people Oh, on Instagram? It's a uh, stand strong, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's the same thing on Facebook, uh, stand strong, beautiful. Um, which is crazy because I've had that handle for years, but it's, uh, it's just kind of, you know, become this really cool, like, you know, uh, fitting you know yeah yeah well, that's fantastic well go go check her out and um we'll see you on the next barbell Voodoo podcast hey thanks for listening to the barbell voodoo podcast on your way out please take time to subscribe if you haven't already leave us a five-star review if you liked what you've heard and also leave us a comment let us know what's going on with you if you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.